0: Hallelujah. Well, I feel just a little bit better. Remarks he just made. I want you to stretch your hands toward this pulpit and pray for me tonight. Hallelujah. We need God to move in the next few minutes. Heavenly Father, God, I humbly stand before you the words in my mouth God speak through me tonight one more time that I need all the help I can get I pray that somebody will give their ear and heart to the word of God tonight hallelujah 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 God let the anointing rest upon this congregation before we leave here tonight let there be spiritual transformation holy ghost restoration In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. If the Lord tarries and the creek don't rise and the weather don't get too bad tonight, I'll be back tomorrow with my final remarks. Again, thank you. But, And it's really tough on a preacher. God's in this house, and I believe he's a miracle worker. I know he's a miracle worker. As Brother Parker just talked about, he is a miracle worker. And it's hard when you feel to preach something. I've felt this for two days. Simply one word on my mind that I cannot get away from. I believe the Holy Ghost is here to, one more time, reach for somebody. Maybe young, middle-aged, old, new convert. An old stalwart, young person, not really for sure tonight. Again, I told you that's not my responsibility, that's God's. I've just got to preach the word. Colossians chapter number one, verse number 21. The apostle Paul writing to the church at Colossus. Colossians 1 and 21, and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. Verse 23, if, that is a small word, but I'm gonna tell you there's a lot of things that hang on the word if. If my people, if ye continue in the faith grounded, that has a lot to do with the foundation upon which you are building. And settled. That's really up to you. That's that establishment. That's a, that's a made up mind. That that I'm fixed. I'm not going anywhere. And be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. The word that for the last couple of days that I cannot get out of my mind is the word settled. So I've come to preach to somebody here tonight, get settled. Get settled. Settled. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. You may be seated. Get settled. The word "settle" means fixed or established. Another definition is having a permanent residence. Settled, brother Parker. You ever had an opportunity to get off this train? You ever had a bad day? Yeah. For those that I'm preaching to tonight, he's a prime example and there are others. You can look at your pastor and his precious wife. There's other gray heads in here. And, I, and again, I, I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but I believe God's trying. I really believe he's reaching for some people here tonight. You're here. You may have been here a short time. Maybe you've been here for a while, but there's some things that are not settled in your heart. There's questions that you're still looking for answers to. There's things in the world that's still pulling on you. It's time to get settled. It's time. It's beyond time. Time is running out to make up your mind. I'm going to live for God. I'm not looking for a way out. I'm not looking for another road. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. There's a straight uh, gate and a narrow way, and there's a wide, broad uh, gate. There's a wide way, uh, and there's many that's walking down that. The Bible says there's few on this narrow way. Many are called, but few are chosen. Hallelujah. And the majority of us sitting here tonight, we know a lot. We've come too far to turn back. But it's easy, you hear me, it's easy to put the dress on, the suit on, the tie, carry the purse, uh, to come and to go to church and go through the motions and claim to be Pentecost. But I'm telling you, I've already said it multiple times in these services, the storms of life are blowing. Uh, Brother Caleb Simpson talked about it tonight. Rains on the just and the unjust. And there are things happening that we never dream we would see happen. I'm telling you, we must get settled. I don't have any notes up here tonight. I've just got a few scriptures, Bible stories. It's really beginning in the prayer room tonight. I had a text and a couple others, but my mind went to the story of Belshazzar. He's throwing a party, he's having a good time. And all of a sudden, in the middle of that, boy, you're talking about getting somebody's attention, you would think. A finger appears and begins to write on the wall. The Bible says, the. But the joints of his loins were loosed in his knees. Uh, There was a whole lot of shaking going on before Elvis ever sang it. Hallelujah. He sends for his uh, magicians and astrologers and they don't have the answer. The queen remembers Daniel. Boy, he sends for Daniel and he offers him the world. Just whatever you do, please, please. Uh, What in the world is that that, that finger right now? What does that say? In verse Number 18, he said, O thou king, the most high God, gave Nebuchadnezzar thy father a kingdom and majesty and glory and honor. And for the majesty that he gave all people, nations and language, trembled and feared before him whom he would show and whom he, would, he kept alive and whom he would he set up and whom he would he put down. But when his heart was lifted up and his mind hardened in pride, he was deposed from his kingly throne. He said it a while I go talking about pride. God took his glory from him. And he was driven. he tells everything but verse 22 is it once again what caught my attention and thou this son Oh, Belshazzar hast not humbled thine heart though thou knewest all you know. I'm telling you here tonight, we have enough stories in the Bible. We have enough stories of those uh, prodigals that are not here right now. We're believing God to bring them back. But we know some of their stories. And you know why they backslid? They weren't settled. You have to be settled. It doesn't matter what comes my way. I'm gonna say some of this stuff again. It doesn't matter who quits. It doesn't matter who compromises. It doesn't matter what happens to me. My mind is made up. It's fixed. I'm established. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Belshazzar, you knew this, and you have a heart full of pride. And that very night, the word of the Lord, you've been found wanting, your life is hanging in the balance. And he lost it all that night. There's too many, uh, can I say it like this, there's too many Felixes and Agrippa's, Festus, sitting on Pentecostal pews right now. The boat's rocking, the winds are blowing, the spiritual tornadoes. The hurricanes, the monsoons, the typhoons, the blizzards, you just go down the list. And Paul is on his way to give his life for this truth. Hallelujah, and the Bible says in Acts 24, and after certain days when Felix came with his wife Drusilla, which was a Jewess, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. And as he reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and judgment, Felix trembled. He felt something, and you feel something, and I feel something. But it's more than just feelings. It's got to be a made-up mind. I'm settled. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not looking for an easier road. I'm not looking for another church. God, fill me with the Holy Ghost right here, and this is where I belong. And we sit in service after service after service and conviction gets a hold of us. Matter of fact, just a couple of nights ago, there were people standing in this altar. Your mind's not made up. Don't wait too late to make up your mind. Felix, he said, well, go away. I hear you, preacher. When I have a convenient season, I'll... I'll ring you. I'll text you. I'll come back to church. I'll make up my mind. No, don't play with God. Don't play with your soul. Hallelujah. The very next chapter, two chapters later, he's now standing before King Agrippa. And Agrippa's response to him was almost... Almost preacher, I've heard it all my life, but I just can't wrap my mind around some of this stuff. I'm just not for sure, that's the devil. The devil is a master deceiver, and he's he's working on your mind because he knows it's not made up. I'm telling you, before you leave this house tonight, you need to settle some things in your heart. You weren't here last night I preached on the simplicity of the gospel. There's still only one God. There's still only one saving message, and there's still only one way to live holy and righteous under God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Settled. Get settled. Hallelujah. And you have a strong foundation here. This good elder, this good man has preached this truth. How long are you pastor now? 22 years, it's a long time. And he's preached truth and he's preached truth and he's counseled and he's talked until he was blue in the face and he's reached for you and your kids, and maybe now even your grandkids, and you hear this preacher, you hear me when the trumpet sounds, God help us, but there are going to be apostolic, Pentecostal people left sitting on the pew. Because they never settled in their heart. They never had their mind made up. It was, I'll go when things are going well, and then I'm telling you this is not the day to be unfaithful to the house of God. And every time those doors are open, and I thank you for showing up this week, it's been interesting, been a long time since I've been in a revival like this, hallelujah. But we've had a move of God. Don't waste it, don't take it for granted. You better settle in your heart. Because the devil has a very close facsimile. Oh yeah, oh yes he does. They believe in speaking in tongues. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. They run, jump, scream, and holler just like we do, elder. But it's not real. It's missing that Holy Ghost power. It's missing that sacrifice. It's missing the submission to God's plan. Hallelujah. The wise man said, Through wisdom is a house builded. Watch this. That's on that foundation. You got the foundation. And by understanding, it is established. It's settled. You better pray, God, give me a greater understanding than ever before. If you don't have a revelation of who Jesus is, you better pray until you get it. If you're questioning whether or not Acts 2.38, you better get settled in your heart. Well, I just don't think it takes all those rules and regulations. You better get it settled in your heart. You better fall in love with holiness from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, within and without, because we serve a holy God. If there are things that that good man has preached and that you're doing, it's time to get it out of your life. You need to clean your house out. You need to clean. Quit playing with your soul. It's not worth it. Oh, it's not worth going to hell over anyone or anything. Well, I've Samson, he hasn't said it in a long time. Have you changed your mind? No. Well, everybody else is doing it, and they're doing it, and we're doing it, and they're, they're not your pastor, and that's not your church. That's your pastor. Said, Brother way, you've repeated yourself a lot. Well, there might be a reason. Oh, Fixed, established, having a permanent residence, not wandering. It's time to put roots down, rooted and built up in him. Yes, well, I'm just gonna ride this for a little while. And honey, if you don't get settled, you're gonna ride right out. There's going to be a wave come and carry you right out. Get settled. Get settled. Except the Lord build the house. They labor in vain that build it. You need to get God in your house. Not your physical home. This house, the temple of the Holy Ghost. You need to give Him back control. You need to submit yourself to God and the man of God. Maybe one of the reasons your kids are struggling is because you're not submitted. You're not where you need to be. You get right and watch what happens. Oh, help me, God. Hallelujah. Get settled. Get settled. Hallelujah. I'll tell you something. and This is one of the things that I have felt with this message for the last few days please I beg you tonight I beg you don't be an Abner he's in the ark of safety he's got David's blessings but life just happens life happens oh, and he goes out Joab hates him. Joab has his own problem. Sister Samson, what's the big deal? I mean, come on, why is he got to be so hard and tough? It's just so—it's so small and insignificant. He gets back in the ark of safety, and the devil said, <laughs> "You go read it, buddy. It's there." Joab called him. I don't know, maybe he was leaning outside, one foot in and one foot out. I'm begging you tonight, stay in the church. Stay in the church. Don't play with the devil, he's your adversary. Oh, he's come to destroy you. He doesn't just want to steal a little bit. He doesn't want to just kill. He wants to totally annihilate you that when somebody sees you, they never even know. Habner, David, wept to Habner. You didn't have to die like this, son. You died as a fool, dieth. You go look it up in Strong's. I'm not calling you tonight. You know the first word in Strong's when you look it up. What it is? For a fool. Stupid. You do understand there is a difference between stupidity and ignorance. Ignorance doesn't know. Stupid knows and does not care. Does not listen. Shimei, what are you doing? This is the man that cursed David like a dog, threw rocks at him. And while I'm here, I'll just tell you, there's a message in that story that I have failed many, many, many times. Because David's right-hand man said, hey, let me at him, David, I'll take his life. David said, uh-uh, uh-uh. God, oh, God has allowed this to happen for a reason. Leave him in God's hands. And Shimei, David's gone, Solomon left for Shimei, as long as you stay in the city, as long as you stay in the church, everything's gonna be all right. If you're settled, Shimei, you're only here by the skin of your teeth, the mercy of Almighty God. You better stay in the church. Shimei goes out to what would appear to us a normal. He had to go find something. Comes back and Solomon had an obligation. It's a good thing God don't do like the, he did back then. They hacked him to pieces. But I'm going to tell you one worse than that is when you are not settled in God's plan and God's kingdom and you think you can come to church anytime you want to and slip right back in and play the part. And Joel, his head on to the horns oh my God Elder! how many people have come to an altar and we didn't realize it was over because they waited too late too late to get settled too late to make up their mind too late to give everything to Jesus too late to surrender I'm going to slide by you're not sliding by, God's watching he's a merciful God, there's hope but you've got to get settled feet planted in gorilla goo. Feet planted in cement, feet planted, planted, nothing. You say, "Well, brother, Winn, I don't know what tomorrow. I don't know what tomorrow holds." But if you've got a made-up mind, I'm telling you, I'll argue with anybody. A made-up mind is 99 percent of the battle, because there's not a soul on the face of the earth that's going to get you to change your mind if it is made up. There's not a storm. There's not a family relationship. There's not a spouse, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a child. There's not the loss of a job, a sickness, a disease. I'm settled. I'm settled. You can count on me. I'm behind you 110%. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not selling out to the highest bidder. Joab is hacked to pieces. Hanging on to the altar. I'm almost done. Get settled. Paul said, if you continue in the faith grounded at foundation, Jesus said, Listen, guys, if you'll hear what I'm saying, after the most powerful, one of the most powerful messages the world's ever heard, Sermon on the Mount. He said, if you'll hear what I'm saying, I'm going to liken you to the man that builds on the rock. And the storm comes. Because hear me, the storm is going to come. Maybe you haven't had too many storms yet in your life, but they're coming. Believe me. The rain is sitting, the floods came, the winds blew, beat upon the house, and it fell not because it was founded. It was established on a foundation. It was settled on a foundation. But if you don't hear, that's why Jesus uh, uh, said in the word of God through his preacher, you can't just be a hearer. You've got to be a doer because if you just hear and you walk, you're deceiving your own self. Well, I heard. Again, just like there's a difference between stupid and ignorance, there's really a difference between hearing and listening. Is there anybody deaf in here? I better start preaching. I heard mom and daddy always tell me, Go take the trash out. But I wasn't listening. And we come to church and we hear, but are we truly listening? Is our heart pounding? God, I want to hear your word. You said it well ago, Brother Caleb Samson. I, I want to hear God's word. I don't want to ever get to the place where that's old hat or I've heard that before. It's the saving of my soul. He chose by the foolishness. It's foolishness to the world, but it ought to be sweet sound to our ears. <laughs> Preach to me. I don't care if you're 8, 12, 98, or 112. Listen to no, no 8 year old well guess what go argue with God in the Bible they had an 8 year old king they had to submit to get settled get settled get fixed get established permanent residence he said because if you don't listen to what I'm telling you then I liken you to the man hallelujah that built upon the sand You can't settle on sand, folks. That's why that foundation, it just didn't fall. The Bible says, and great was the fall of it. Going back to faith tonight, because really, truthfully, that's what a lot of this still has to do with. You've got to have faith to be saved. You are not, hear me, you are not going to get Every answer you're looking for. And I hate to burst your bubble, but you hear me, God is not going to heal everybody. You may never become a multi-millionaire. Doesn't mean you can't be saved? Because none of that matters when the trumpet sounds. It's you and you alone and your relationship that's gonna have, you hope and pray has stood the test of time. Settled, settled, settled. And we can go through the scriptures. I'm done. Musicians come tonight and you stand. And these all died in faith not having received the promises but having seen them afar off were persuaded Ah, their mind was made up. They were established. They were founded. They embraced them. That speaks of relationship. And they confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth for they seek a country. Verse 15 tells a lot. And truly, if they had been mindful of the country from which they came out, they could have went back. And I can only imagine the devil worked on them just like he works on us, Brother Samson. Can you imagine the questions and the guilt and the shame that Abraham felt and Isaac felt they both were liars to cover save their own hide? Jacob, he was a thief, a conniver, a manipulator, a deceiver. Let's go back before that. Noah was a drunk. Adam and he, Adam couldn't listen to God himself. Moses was a murderer. Rahab was a harlot. David was an adulterer. And <laughs> know, Peter denied knowing God. Thomas, his nickname was the Downton Thomas. You know when you know here, here, it's just coming to me. Do you understand those twelve guys that he picked? Never got it. Never got it until that night he walked through the wall. Sister and that does give me hope. Sometimes God, I struggle to understand some things. They walked with him. They saw the miracles. They saw him crucified. And he rose again, and he had to go back to Moses and the prophets and explain it all over again. But they got it. My Lord, I I won't believe until I can touch the scars in his hand, put my hand in his side. My Lord, blessed are those who have never seen yet, Thomas, and they believe. They're settled, they're settled. And sometimes it does take catastrophic events. Sometimes we're so stubborn and hard-headed we won't listen. To mom and daddy, we won't listen to our spouse, and ultimately, we don't listen to the leadership in our life, our pastor. But God loves us enough. He loves us enough that He will allow things to happen to us to get our attention for one purpose the saving of our soul. Hallelujah. I know this is not the way we started, that's why I struggled to even preach this tonight. Oh God, it's not about me. I beg you tonight, I plead with you, get settled. You can do it tonight at this altar. It it, it don't take a a, a long, you just make your mind up. I'm not going back, I'm not going back to the world. I don't want the world, I don't want the things of the world. I don't want to love the world. God, I submit myself to you. Your will, you know what's best. I don't want to be lost. I don't want to go to hell. Hell is going to be full of what could have been. What if, if you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel? Come on, don't worry about the person next to you. Reach out. Cry out. Get desperate. Open your heart to God. Let him talk to you. He's drawing you. He's tugging at your heartstrings right now. I've not preached anything you didn't already know.